Welcome to the MILF Bod Podcast. Mindful, intuitive, lifestyle, fitness. An all-encompassing wellness resource for women featuring some of the most successful, influential mothers and experts out there. I'm your host, Cherokee Luker, mother, model, fitness trainer, and wellness enthusiast. Join me as we dive into all things MILF. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to the show. My guest today is Joelle Levine. Joelle lives in Montreal with her three children and husband and is the founder and CEO of Wow Moms World. In this episode, we discuss creating the incredible concept that is Wow Moms, building an extremely successful franchise, the importance of being hands-on in your business, being a single mother at 19, equestrian therapy, not living in regret, and so much more. Joelle is an absolute powerhouse of a businesswoman, and I think you guys are going to learn a lot from her on how to conceptualize your ideas and turn them into something amazing. So with that, please welcome Joelle Levine to the MILF Bod Podcast. All right, you guys, calling all creatives of LA or anyone traveling to the LA area in need of an event space, photo studio, content location, video space, production services, or grip services. Issue Studio is a unique photo, video, and event space, and Issue offers full-service production in an exclusive, intimate, and private boutique environment. The space is so beautifully curated, you guys, and I can't tell you how many shoots I've done at Issue that have turned out to be some of my favorite shoots to date. Not to mention a bunch of amazing events I've attended over the years where the studio gets completely transformed into the best atmosphere for the perfect party. Also, you guys, the wallpaper in the makeup room is absolutely iconic and it's perfect for the Instagram feed. So I highly recommend Issue Studio for any brand or any influencer looking to elevate their image. It is seriously the most beautiful studio I've ever shot at. And I've shot at a lot of studios here in LA and it's just so clean. It's centrally located. There's a huge parking lot, which is huge here in LA. So go check it out at issuephotostudio.com to find more details about how you can book this amazing space for your next photo shoot, video production, content creation, party, event, whatever it is that any of you creatives need here in LA, Issue Studio has got you. So go check it out. Hello, Joelle. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. So you and I met at a Christmas party at Garth and Sulin's Christmas party, and we talked very briefly. So I would love for you to just tell me a little bit about yourself and your story because you told me about your business, but I don't really know a lot about you personally. So I would love for you to tell me about yourself. Okay, so I'm French-Canadian, so sorry, my English is not perfect. That's okay. <laughs> Born and raised in Montreal, and then when I was 19, I moved to L.A. with my one-year-old son. Amazing. I mom at that time and wanted to live life. <laughs> and I had great experiences, met so many great girlfriends and people, and I loved L.A. so much. But I feel like it came to a point where I needed to go back home 
you know, I feel like LA is maybe not a place you live forever, but more like a destination. So I went back home and then I went back to school and studied in daycare teaching uh-huh. in my own daycare and like went from daycare to open Wamoms. Yes. Okay. So you are the co-owner and founder and CEO of Wow Moms. And I cannot wait to dive into all of that and discuss all of that. But first I want to back up. So you were 19 when you had your son, when you had your first child. Single mom. The dad was just not in the picture at all. When I got pregnant, he was like, if you want to do this, you do it. But (gasps) oh, that's so tough. Honestly, it was a blessing because I felt so much freedom having my son on my own and not having to deal with any kind of split custody. I don't see myself in a split custody situation. But so, no, for me, it was easy. And my son was like the best kid and still is. He's 18 now and he's at university and he's like such a great boy. Like I never had any issue with him. So Oh, and and I'm sure that you guys were able to create such a special bond having it just be the two of you. I mean, I can't even imagine. It was the best. I would oh. do it all over again, honestly. Oh, I love but, that. Like, it was so hard. I'm like, no, actually, it was easy because we got to travel and I didn't have to ask permission about anything. Right. Yeah, because it's hard sometimes navigating how you want to parent your child with your partner because sometimes you have different opinions on how you want to do things and you just got to do it the way that you wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. So you have your son and you have two daughters as well, right? So the second one was, again, you know, I gave a second shot to love, like, much later. My daughter is six now, and my son is 18, so to have a big age difference. And then I gave a second shot, and then I guess the guy was, again, not fully ready. And when I was pregnant, like, 16 weeks, he left. Oh, my gosh. Not as bad as the first one, because he still wanted to be a little bit involved, but, like, it was kind of... A rough time again and I'm like oh my god like this is just difficult at this point oh. and so he sees her a little bit here and there but I have her full custody and full time oh good and then your youngest is how old he's two two oh so what are their relationships like especially because their age differences my son I guess he acted like the father of my daughter yeah because he's so much older and they had the best relationship really. Oh, good. And they all live in Montreal with you now? Yeah, my son left for university. So now he's in his first apartment. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was rough. That's crazy. And then the two others are with me full time. Oh, your daughters are so gorgeous, by the way. (laughs) It's very scary to raise daughters, I feel, in this society. Absolutely. My son, I'm more like, now he's up there and I know he's like doing things and having girls. And I'm like, okay, you're a boy. Like as long as you are responsible, but a girl, oh my God. Yeah, I know. I'm very thankful that I have a boy, but I mean, also I would love a girl too, but I I have a feeling that it's much, much harder. Yeah. In this generation, it's crazy. My fiance has a nine years old and the things she comes up with, like, oh gosh, I'm like nine and she asks questions about things and then they are in private school but the school are telling them things that I'm like why is like the school telling you these things and not like us it's very hard to navigate through the education and I don't know in the U.S. but in Canada they're like super open about transgenders and things like that and I'm okay with that like I have no judgment whatsoever but when it comes to like teaching our kids like I think we should be telling them I agree 
I think that it should be left to the parents. If they want to teach their kids about those types of things, then by all means. But I don't think that it should be pushed in schools, especially at that age. I think because their minds are so young and impressionable. And I haven't reached that point yet, but I've already started thinking about it. And I've definitely considered doing like a little pod for Hunter once he starts school, just getting a group of like like-minded parents together and maybe doing a group of like six or seven kids yeah. with great teachers where we all have kind of the same values and because it's a little bit scary now. It is. I did that during COVID actually at Wow. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I gather like a group of, we were 10 moms. And then uh, for about a year, I hired like a real preschool and first grade teacher. And I put a classroom in one of my centers. Wow, that's amazing. I have a gym in here and I have a full playroom and I have a restaurant. And I couldn't open to the public because we were like shut down for so long. And I have swimming pools. So they were like swimming. They were doing gym. It was perfect. Wow, that sounds perfect. Are you in Wow Moms right now in one of your locations? Yeah, I'm in the gym. (gasps) Oh, yeah. I see a cute little picture of a mom working out with her baby in the background. I love that. So tell me all about Wow Moms. Like, When was it founded? How did you come up with the concept? I would love for you to just go into as much detail as you want about everything. So when I was in California and, you know, I guess... In Canada, we're very behind on everything, like the trends and like, I would say five to 10 years behind compared to California. So when I moved back, I had seen things and, you know, decor or things that I had in my mind that places for moms should look like. Right. And not because I've seen kids' places, but I I feel like I'm allergic to primary colors and like, I want something that is peaceful and quiet, but is also stimulating for the children. Yes. Then I was pregnant of my daughter that's six and I, I just couldn't find anything. There was some yoga classes from prenatal women, but then after that, or postnatal, but then after that, what do you do? Right. You're not going to go from yoga classes to then lunch to another activity. It's too much. So I was thinking like to create a play cafe where the moms can eat. And then I went to see my family's business counselor and they were like, no, it's not going to work. Really? Yeah, because they had a point. They were like, your play area, there's so many square foot and your sales are just basically wraps and salads. So you're not going to pay the rent with just a cafe. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. So they were like, you need to find other things. And I'm like, that's kind of the point anyway. I want it to be a one-stop shop. So I start thinking about swimming. For me, it was always a struggle to go to swim classes. Mm-hmm. And it's something all babies need to learn, but... To go in public pools, cold and full of chlorine and having to like, you know, go in the water with your baby. I didn't like it. And so I thought of like, I've seen flotation therapy. That's like with the neck ring. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, there should be those pools, but we make them bigger. And then we do private one-on-one swim classes. So the teacher is in the water. There's no chlorine and it's body temperatures. The baby is not cold. And then the parent is still around the bat. Mm-hmm. But not in. And then it's see through windows, so you see everything under the water. Oh, cool. So I started with adding this. And then the business counselor were like, okay, it's going somewhere now because this is like more profitable. And then after that, I thought, okay, workout. Let's do mommy and me fitness classes, kids ballet, gymnastics. So we added a gym. And then we added birthday parties because that's a big thing. And a boutique. 
and the restaurant. So then all together, then it made sense financially. That is incredible. Basically how you described it to me when we were talking about it, it's kind of like an equinox for moms and their kids. The difference is like, you'll spend your day here. Oh, we also added aesthetic spa. So now the mom can get their nails done, facial, slim wave, uh, laser. And then we have nannies in the play area that takes care of the baby. It is such an incredible concept. Every single mom should have access to this. It has everything that you need for you and your baby. That's so great. And then you're also spending quality time with them. We didn't want it to become like a place where you come with your laptop and you work while nannies are taking care of Yeah. So that was not the goal. And then I started the first one in a very little village, 7,000 population, ski village. Wow. And I reached out to Jennifer Stano. I don't know if you know her. No, I don't know that who that is. Her story is incredible. She was living in LA and she was married with a very uh, wealthy man. And then she met the woman and then she divorced him. And now she's married to the woman. Wow. And she has two kids and she's all about like everything that is, healthy and organic. And she's an influencer. She had at that time, that's like about eight years ago, she had like almost a million followers. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And her story went from like being the ultimate trophy wife and she was super proud about it. Right. Like posting the Louboutin shoes and all that stuff mm-hmm. to posting nothing about that anymore and be more like, you know, spiritual and and laid back and just yeah. true to herself. Everything that she did is like, really amazing. And then so I reach out to her and I'm like, would you like to come to the opening of Wow Moms if it's in Canada? And at that time she was still married to uh, the man. And she's like, sure. Like, I love the concept. And her and another woman named Nicole, they had a protein powder for moms that was called Wow Moms. Okay. And I told them, I said, well, I could sell the protein into my cafe and I could name the place Wow Moms. And then it went from Wild Mom's Protein to Wild Mom's World. And then Jennifer came to the opening and she started posting on social media. Yep. And after two months of being open, I had over 700 franchise requests. People wanted to open this everywhere. I just got goosebumps everywhere. It was crazy. I had a binder and I put all the email requests in like continents. Wow. Asia, Europe, and then... I contacted lawyers here and I'm like, I need franchise lawyer. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't take new clients. And I'm like, well, I've been open for two months and I have over 700 franchise requests. And they're like, okay, we're on our way. (laughs) They're like (laughs) leaving wherever I am right now to come to you. So they came, they love the concept. And then, um, of course, to franchise, you need a lot of capital. Yeah. And a lot of money injected into legal fees. And they're like, we love this so much that we're going to partner with you. And we're going to buy shares of your company and we're going to grow the legal aspect of the franchise. So then we sold franchise to Mexico. We opened locations in Mexico City and New York and Florida. And and it went like really viral. Wow. And of course, COVID put a big stop to this. And almost thought that like we would lose everything and go bankrupt. But like most of the locations survived. Good. And now it's thriving again. Yeah, I'm sure it's thriving more than ever now. Yeah. Oh my god. Because I gosh. feel moms realize like, okay, now we don't want to be stuck at home. But I feel we also realized during COVID that we were not spending enough time with our children and like doing things because COVID forced you to sit down and do arts and craft and motor skills and things that 
before you were like not really doing with your babies, but COVID like put every mom down on their knees and be like, okay, you have to play for so much time. And now the mommy and me classes are doing really, really well. Oh, I love this story so much. It's so inspiring. And I love hearing that you just started with one little location in a small town with 7,000 people in it. And now it's expanded to all of these amazing locations. And it's just from basically word of mouth. Social media. Yeah. It has a lot of cons and great things on Instagram. Yeah. There's lots of pros and cons to Instagram, but the fact that it can help businesses grow like this is just absolutely amazing. Sure. That's so smart of you to have reached out to, what was her name again? Jennifer Stano. Did you guys have a relationship prior to you reaching out or did you just, you were like- following her and I just loved everything she was posting for years and I loved what she was building with the protein. So- it felt like a right fit. Right. And also mm-hmm. after that, we reached out to Sarah Stage. Yep. I know her. Yes. And she created a program just for Wamoms for like booty. And Amazing. Yeah. And then we installed that program in all the gyms. Amazing. That's such a good takeaway for everyone because I feel like sometimes it can be intimidating reaching out to these big influencers, but you just have to realize like they're just people just like us. And if they're like-minded and they have the same values and things like that, then I think there's no loss. No. The worst thing is like, I know. Exactly. For us after that, it went like, you know, athletes reach out and, uh, you know, Kevin Hart came to visit the location. Wow. So you talked to me a little bit about opening up a location in LA, right? Because you're expanding. The thing is with franchise, I think our mistake or my mistake, but I feel like I was impressed really like fast by people like celebrities or influencers reaching out and be like, I want to open. And I sold franchises maybe too fast. Yeah. Not to the wrong person, but to own a business, you have to be there, live there, work like the first year, 12 hours a day. Yeah. And not to be criticizing them, but I feel like hockey wives, trophy wives, like all these women that see it on Instagram and, and want to be business owner when it's time to actually work. They don't want to do the work. They're like, oh. Yeah. So a lot of our franchisees in the past like were, you know, women that never really worked before. And I don't blame them because it's a lot. And I'm there every day and like you have to do what you got to do. Like sometimes I'll be blowing up balloons for a birthday party. <laughs> you just have to to fill where it needs, like making smoothie, brooming, like everything. Yeah. That's so good that you're so hands-on. I love that. If you're not willing to do that, your business will like crash. Exactly. So yes, I want to open, but I want to open with the right person. Definitely. So I'm putting a bit of a hold on like selling franchise too fast now. I'm sure that there's tons of women that are hardworking, but you know how it is. You're a mom too. Like imagine if you had to run a business and be there all day and then dinner and it's a lot. So I'm trying to sell to groups now. So like put like three moms together. That's smart. Yeah. Well, I would love to be a part of it in the future if you ever need anyone. So that is just so inspiring. And the concept, as soon as you told me, I was just like, what a genius idea. Like how has nobody ever thought of this before? So yeah, there's places for kids like my gym or little gym. I don't know if you have that in the U.S. where it's like yeah. all primary color and you go and you do it for your kids. But then 
you want to leave because you're exactly like it's giving you a headache. Right. With wild moms, you don't want to leave and your kid doesn't want to leave either. It's perfect for both of you. All right, my MILF fam, as you all know, I'm always looking for ways to aid in becoming the most optimal version of myself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And one of the things I do to support myself in doing this is by taking my vitamins every single day. And I know it can be overwhelming sometimes with all of the supplement brands out there, but one brand that I've been a huge fan of for years now is Wealthy. Two products I absolutely love by them is the Her and the Sweat. And they just recently sent me the Vision Gummies, which I am so excited to try and see the results from. Get it? See the results from the Vision Gummies? Which I think is so cool that they are pioneering advocacy for vision health because, you know, we're always looking at our screens every day. And it's something that I think a lot of people just put on the back burner and dismiss. But the HER is a great way for women to get their daily dose of biotin, vitamins A, B, C, D, E, calcium, hyaluronic acid, magnesium, and selenium. Just all of the great things that us women need and are probably lacking and it's all in one. And then the sweat is something I like to take before a workout to just help enhance my burn with the natural caffeine. And there's also dandelion root in there to help with my metabolism and digestion. The quality of these supplements are just next level. And I'm telling you, you have to go check them out. If you use the code MILFBOD, you get 25% off your first order when you go check out at imwealthy.com. That's code MILFBOD, M-I-L-F-B-O-D at checkout at imwealthy, I-M-W-E-L-L-T-H-Y.com to get 25% off your first order. Enjoy, everybody. What is the age range for the kids who go there? Like zero seven. Okay. Yeah. That's perfect. Even the nine years old of my fiance, she's still having a lot of fun, but she helps. Like she works. Oh. She grew up in here and she was never in a daycare before. That was also why I wanted to create a business like that so I can bring my kids and not having to put them in daycare. Yeah, it's perfect. And how do you do the hiring process of like finding the best nannies and things like that? Yeah, that's hard too, especially in Montreal, in Canada. Now we have a big problem with like labor. There's a shortage, like it's very hard to find employees. It was not like that before COVID. But again, if you're there, you're overseeing everything. But if you leave them alone, then you lose the quality. So Yeah, that's how I would run a business as well, just because I like to be in control of everything and make sure it's going the way that... Yes. So your youngest, you said, is two? Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. So Hunter and her are very similar in age. Uh, When was he born? He was born in June. So he's 20 months right now. Okay. Aspen was born on January 8th. Okay. So is she in preschool right now or? She's at Montessori because I'm overseeing way too many centers to just be based at one and then bring her with me. Then the first two years with me, but then since she's two, she's in Montessori. And then my older, the six years old, she's in first grade and she's at the same school. Oh, that's so nice to have that. 
So how do you structure your days out and how do you balance it all from being a mom of two or three? Four four almost, yeah. To, you know, managing your household, being a great partner and wife and managing your businesses. Like, how do you balance all of that? I think it's still hard. I didn't find the perfect, you know, solution yet. Yeah. I have a full-time live-in nanny and I didn't think I would be that type of mom before. And not that I was judging, but I always thought like, oh, you know. Right. But you need to have help. You have to. You have to like at some point let go and be okay. I need help. Yes. But it's not like I get up in the morning and she's taking care of the kids and I'm staying in bed. More like a helper. So she'll help me get the kids ready and then she'll drive them to school. Perfect. And I come to work and then she picks them up from school, start dinner. And then when I arrive and dinner is ready and I can enjoy. Oh, that's so nice. I think that's something that needs to be talked about more is I feel like as moms, sometimes we feel it's so easy to feel guilt and shame whenever we want to ask for help. But it's like you need help. It takes a village to raise your children. You can't do it all on your own. So I think the narrative of like talking more about nannies and things like that needs to be more at the forefront of the conversation because that's the reality of it. You can't be a successful full-time working mother and be there for your children and for yourself. So that's very important. Oh, for sure. And I, I used to like not want to say it. Yeah. I think you have to choose. It's either you're a full-time mom and you don't start a business. And even if you're a full-time mom, you still need help. You need time for yourself. Definitely. It's good to be transparent about all of that. So if you could narrow it down to like maybe the top three things that you've learned while being a mother. For me, listening to your gut feeling. like Yes, your intuition. I even came off rude many times, people trying to give me advice when I didn't ask for them or like, and at some point I think it's important that you like, listen, this is my child and I don't care about, you know. Yeah. It feels right for me because my six years old, I breastfed her for like two years and a half. That's amazing. Congratulations. I did co-sleep for four years. Yeah. I'm co-sleeping too. See, people will judge you like, yeah, are you crazy? That's not normal. And I would, no, (sighs) there is no normal. Like, exactly. I hate that word. It's like, no, feels normal to me. And it feels that's, that's what she needs. She was a very anxious baby. And now she's like the less anxious human on the planet. Wow. That's great. My two years old, I co-slept for like six months mm-hmm. and I felt like she was not sleeping well with me and she was better off in a crib. And I felt that's what she needed. Perfect. And I stopped breastfeeding. She was like nine months. She didn't want to latch anymore. Yeah. See, it's such a big contrast in how you raised each yeah. of them. And I think that that's so important because you just have to listen to number one, yourself, and then also your child as to what they want and need and what's best for them. Totally. Yeah. There's no one size fits all. No, no. So for me, even with my own mom, like sometimes she would say things to me and I'm like, listen, you raised me a certain way. This is not how I'm going to go with my own. And like, you're the grandma and I love you and I respect you, but that's how I want to do things. And that's, this is how I'm going to do things. Yeah. I don't know. For my daughter, it, it really worked because she was very difficult, like very, very anxious and I felt like I needed to reassure her mm-hmm. by breastfeeding and co-sleeping and never leaving her for vacation or anything. But my two years old, she's just a strong little thing. And she's, she's like, like independent. Hi. 
I listened to my gut feeling and I, I went for what I felt was right. So I think that's the biggest lesson. That's very, very important. Honestly, that way you don't regret anything. Yes. You listen to you and you don't feel like, oh, maybe I should have listened to myself and then I didn't. Yep. And you can apply that to every area of your life, I think, not just only for parenting. I think there's just so much outside noise and so much influence in the world now that you can get clouded sometimes of other people's opinions. But it's so important to just tap in and listen yeah. to what feels good. Totally. So yeah, let's move into the acronym MILF. What do you do to stay mindful on your, because <laughs> you have such a busy schedule. I want to get more into that. Like I want to get more help from other people for that part. Cause I feel like I'm not really taking care of myself. It's hard. Like I ride horses cause I show jump. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. So I kept that, but even that sometimes I like, I'm not riding my horse for like three weeks. And I ask like the people at the barn to take care of it because I don't have time. And then I want to find a way to like spend more time doing more time with your horses. I feel like I've never really spent a lot of time with horses and I would love to because I feel like they're such majestic creatures. They're just so powerful. And there's a reason that people do like equestrian healing and therapy because they have that power to do that. And your daughters do it with you too, right? Yeah, we just bought them uh, a new pony. and Yeah, that's so nice. A sport is a sport. Like you go skiing or you play tennis, you're going to put your equipment away when you're done. But when you ride horses, it's not an equipment. So you cannot just like... That's true. Yeah. So I feel like with horses, you get a connection. It's like having a pet, but on top of it, it's a sport. So when yeah. you perform, sometimes... It's on you and you made a mistake and your horse forgave you. And then sometimes the horse made a mistake and you have to forgive him. So for kids to learn that, it's insane. Yeah, I never even thought about it like that. That's such a beautiful way to put it. I love that. Yeah. And it's responsibilities too. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a huge commitment. But I feel like everybody who I've heard talk about having a relationship with horses, I feel like it like consumes you because it's addicting almost because you just form that bond and connection. Yeah. I'm telling that to everyone. Once you start, if you want to put your kids into that, like think twice, because once you're in, it's like, it never ends. My, my mom was like, don't do this to your kid. I'm like, yeah, I have to. (laughs) And I'm sure they'll, they appreciate it so much. So much. We have the horses by the lake house. So we go on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they look at every day. It's like, okay, are they we look choosing? forward to it. Yeah. Oh, it's an escape too. Like when you do this, like you don't think about anything else because you're so focused on your horse and you're so present. Yeah. So that's what I try to do the most to like for mindfulness. I love that. So we already kind of touched base on how you listen to your intuition, but are there other ways that you tap into your intuition? I want to look into more like spiritual things. Jennifer Sano that we spoke about earlier, she was a lot into like um, spirituality and like, you know, yoga and crystals and things like that. And for me, not that I'm not attracted to this, but it's like some things I'm like, I don't have time for it, but I would like to. Maybe you can start incorporating it into Wow Moms. And then next, what are some of your lifestyle non-negotiables? Just like things that you do on a day-to-day basis. This can be like your beauty routine, your morning routine, supplements that you take, like anything that makes you feel like the best version. 
I'm really bad. Like <laughs> really? I take vitamins, I'll like do it for one week and then I give up or <laughs> have a face cleaner and that's about it. I feel like it's something I don't have time for. Yeah. I have a gym here and we have classes and I try to take classes and I'll do one and then I'm like, it's <laughs> <laughs> like always better things for me to do than taking care of myself. One thing though is date night. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Every week, no matter what, no matter if we're tired, like we had oh. one last night and I didn't want to go and yeah. he didn't want to go, but we were like, no, we're doing it. That is so important. Yeah. It's mandatory. Yeah. Because it gives you guys a chance to connect. And do you guys usually plan it on the same night every week or do you kind of switch it up? We switch it up. Like, oh, that's nice. He has his daughter just one week out of two. So when he has his daughter, we try to do it like on the weekdays. And when he doesn't, like we do it on a weekend. Perfect. And we also do five days per month a trip anywhere. Oh, that's cool. A week, I find it too long for the kids to like seven days. It's like to me, I did it once and I'm like, oh. Yeah. But five days every month we go somewhere. Just the two of you? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. So where was your last trip? Where did you guys go? I was in Florida, but that time we brought the kids because it was spring break. Okay, yeah. Other than that, I went to LA. That's when I met you. Yes, yeah. And we went to Mexico. And now we're going to Punta Cana on March 18th. Amazing. It's so important to also put time and priority into your relationship as well. Yeah, because for me, I'm in a relationship because I want to, not because it's like the father of my kids and I want to stay in there. Like it's because it brings me something that is like, you know. Yeah, it fulfills you. That's so nice. Next, what is your fitness routine? What does that look like? Do you work out like daily or? I have to. I wanted to ask you actually. (laughs) No, I don't. And I want to, but I mean, horses is. Yeah. Riding horses is such an amazing workout. Yeah, but I would like to follow a program and we actually have a gym at home and it's just, I feel like it's just no time. Yeah. I admire the woman that can make time for working out. It's hard. It takes a lot of dedication and commitment, but I think what I've found now that I'm a mom is that if I like schedule it in in advance, it helps me so much to just be like, okay, well, I have to commit to this, like say a class or something yeah. that you, you've you already prepaid for. So it's just like, okay, I have to go to this. I've already committed to it. I've already paid for it. So there's no other option for me. So that's really helped me. And then, of course, just staying active with Hunter is like one of my greatest workouts, just chasing after him, going on long walks. Like that's really all I do. Yeah. You Do you do classes? Like- yeah, I love Pilates. That's like my thing right now. You know... Um- this girl, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie's. Yep, I used to do Carrie's. So I reached out to her and we met when I was in LA uh-huh. last time to maybe introduce her class in yeah. two hours. That would be amazing. Because our machine are stackable. So yes. I could like have them here against the wall and then have the program and have the class. Yeah, to have reformers in there would be game-changing, I feel like. It's just such an amazing workout because it's working such tiny muscles that we don't even think that we we even have. And you're moving at such a slow pace. It's also like restorative and you're super present. You're in the moment. You're thinking about all the tiny muscles that you're working on and focusing on. So I've just found it to be so, so helpful for me. I love it so much. But 
Yeah, I found that scheduling classes definitely helps because then you can't really back out of it. <laughs> That's my problem here. Like I, I own the place, even if I schedule, I'm like, ah. Right, yeah. But also it's winter time right now there too. So it's so cold. Oh my gosh. I grew up on the East Coast in Maine. So I'm very familiar with the freezing cold winters. Okay, babe. Well, one last question that I ask each guest at the end of every episode is if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would you say to your younger self? Mm, I think I would just do it all over again the same way. The same exact way. Yeah. I love that. Because I done some mistake and I did choices that maybe I would not want my daughters to, right. to make, you know, but when even my fiance or my parents are asking me like, do you regret this or do you regret that? I'm like, no, I don't regret anything. Cause this one little choice that I made, like maybe that was bad, like 20 years ago, 15 years ago, I would not be here if it wasn't for that tiny choice. Exactly. So for me, it's like, just not ever look back and be like, I should have done this differently or I regret I did this. And Right. Because you learn a lesson from every mistake that you make. And I always think about, I don't know if you've ever heard of like the butterfly effect, um, Mm -hmm. where it's like, if one tiny little split second in your life changes, the whole outcome of your entire life can change. Like say you leave five minutes earlier from your house and you get in a car accident or whatever the case may be. But it's just crazy to think about how one little split second can change the whole entire outcome. But it's like, I am such a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Me too. And you can always learn a lesson from your mistakes. So yeah. I love that you just are like, no, I wouldn't change anything. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not proud of necessarily everything, yeah. <laughs> but I would not change. Amazing. Well, Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know that it's a lot, but yeah, I hope to see you guys both again in LA soon. And we're coming uh, for my birthday. Perfect. Yeah, let's plan something. I would love that. We'll have to coordinate. Oh, oh, also, can you actually, before we leave, tell everyone where they can find you and connect with you and then also share where they can find Wow Moms as well? Yeah, so Wow Moms has like uh, an official Instagram page as well for like all the location and it's Wow Moms World Official. Mm Mm-hmm. And each location has its own page too. So if you're like in Toronto, yeah, and my own Instagram too is public, so. Yay. Okay, babe. Well, talk soon and I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening to the show. I hope you gained some insight on how to practice becoming more mindful, learn the importance of listening to your intuition, gain some lifestyle takeaways and fitness tips. You can find me on Instagram at Cherokee Luker and the podcast at Pod. So make sure you follow me to access exclusive content to help you become a better you, a better mother, and a better human. Talk to you guys next week about all things MILF.